Shachtan, an Indo Askelige. Time in Mon Iruk the Yen of Chacht Erachor, Agasuligum, a Machan Shaw, Gurfeder Echor, Inuik Kart, Len of Winterfein. Skilti, Fis, Turmi. Tashe Dochretche, Nach Vetok, Ara, Igornamion, and Kestian Echo. Vien Talam again Omgrev, Orkar Nrachtum. Find us on all the usual podcast platforms. Yeah, having my head shoved into the uh, steps of the Ulster Bank in Ranla, called but of a gun put into the back of your skull, that's a moment where you go, okay, yeah, I think this one's up. How does a high-flying academic become one of Ireland's most prolific bank robbers? What I would see is the most important part of this still lies open. I'm Not Here to Hurt You, a brand new series from the award-winning team behind the Indo Daily. That November day, that's where it all, all begins. Out now, wherever you get your podcasts. Hello and welcome to The Big Tech Show. I'm Adrian Weckler, Technology Editor with the Irish and Sunday Independent. And today we're talking all about smartphones, the best phones switching from one to the other, uh, which brands are good, which brands are only okay, and all points in between. And I'm joined in the studio today by Mike Ross, who's the Commercial Director of Wizuda, which is a GDPR firm, and also by Dermot Daly, who's the founder of Tapadu. Mike Ross, Dermot Daly, you're welcome to the show. Thanks Good very much. Good to be here. Mike, you're an Android man. Yes. Dermot, you're an iPhone man. Yes. Which is better? Depends what you want it for. No, don't give me that. It, it, it actually honestly does. I mean, I would give Apple to my grandparents. Okay. If they, well, they're still with us, but my, my, my parents anyway. Yeah. How are you going to respond to that, Dermot? Yeah, I've had an iPhone since the very first one, and you're going to prize You bought the very first iPhone, 2007. Yeah. yeah. And you're going to prize this one from my cold dead hands. <laughs> <laughs> well, when you say this one, what do you use at the moment? I have an iPhone 10 now. An iPhone 10. Yeah. Okay. How do you find it? Uh, it's definitely the best smartphone on the market. Okay. Okay. Well, as you can see, and the listeners can't see, but I have an array of smartphones in front of me, including the iPhone 10, which is right here, and the Samsung S8, and the iPhone 8 Plus, and the Huawei P10 Pro, and a load of others. We're going to talk all about phones today and choosing the best phone and what are the best characteristics of phones and the difference between iOS and Android and which is better. And I have to agree with you, Dermot, that at the moment, the iPhone ten, for me personally, being across both disciplines, is the most impressive phone because I think Face ID is a game changer. I think Face ID does actually work. Do you, what do you use it for? Do you use it to pay for things? Or uh, Absolutely. So, uh, and I, I, I totally agree with you. I think Face ID is the is the big changer in this device, but mm. uh, it is so, so natural. Mm. Um, there's no training it or there's no learning to how to use it yourself. Plus, you have you sort of keep that beard roughly around the same trim, don't you? So it doesn't... Mm. It varies it's a not little. not going to confuse you know? Face ID. It's never got confused. It's working really yeah. well. It works well. But it From doesn't, does it? Because night, it works well. Yeah, me, because... You know? It, it, it takes a new impression of your face each time. Oh, it's constantly learning. It's constantly learning. Yeah. So I, I've, you know, I've had very rare occasions when it didn't work and it's just silly things like I'm what, not looking directly at it. What were those it. occasions? I'd, I'd say it's not looking directly at it. Do you know what I mean? Okay. Where I'm actually, you know, I double tap to pay something. You need to actually because show you your face. To, your eyes 
and it has to see your eyes and your nose and mouth, is it? Or just your eyes and your mouth? I, the guidelines are you should be looking at it. Right. You know, you should be facing it. But, mm-hmm. you know, I f- it's, it's just... It just seems to work. And it's one of those technologies that when it just works, it's great. And, and, and that's the way it is for me. It has not worked for me on a, a very few couple of occasions. And those occasions were when uh, the sun was behind me. I was in Lanzarote on a family holiday and I was just testing it out. And I, the sun was behind my head and I was pointing the phone at my face and my face was dark. And so it didn't work because it couldn't see through. It's uh, infrared, but, but unless it uh, should it, do, yeah, it, it should do because yeah. the whole thing about it is it's supposed to work in pitch black as well, isn't it? Yeah, 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 and and it does. I find it works at night in in the bedroom, kind of thing. If you're reading, you know, reading a web page or something, it just yeah. opens up for me. Yeah, um, you know, I guess you know it, when you say it hasn't worked very rare occasions, mm-hmm. you know, I'd say that's in line with the amount of times you typed your pin wrong before oh, listen, you ever had it. Come right? here. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's well within the... the I mean, we ha- we've had uh, fingerprint readers for phones for a while. Yeah. And I get irritated when I have to tap in a pin now. I mean, I, it just annoys me. So face ID for me is at the top. Then touch ID or fingerprint readers. Uh, a lot of Android phones have fingerprint readers on the back. What kind of type of phone do you use? I have Mike? two. Uh, let me just say, lads, that... Face ID is not a new idea. I mean, the S8 has it, had it last year. Oh, it, yeah, but it it's not in, good, yeah, though, it, is it? Well, uh, Apple have taken something and, yeah. uh, you know, uh, refined it. Yeah. yeah so, but it's, it's not but a new idea. But they made it a bit... They made it a bit better, probably. Yeah. Okay, I didn't know about the infrared thing. Um, so, that's... So I remember on the Note 7, the Samsung Note 7, the exploding one, um, which was a brilliant phone, Great by phone. the way. It broke my heart when it exploded because I, I've been a fan of the Note series for many years and for a good two years it kind of brought me away from Apple into Samsung because the Note phone was so good the big screen and the long battery life as well Um, and I remember trying to use the um, face facial recognition on the Note 7 and it just didn't really work that well it worked sometimes but just wasn't consistent enough see I I have two phones right so I have my work phone and my personal phone I have the HTC U11 for my personal and S8 for really? the work. For the work. Wow! So, um, why do you ha- why do you choose the the U11? What's why do you like that phone? That's your personal phone. That's my personal phone. A um, couple of reasons. Just, just if you if you like your music, hmm. HTC make really really good speakers. Uh, well, not speakers. The the the, the amp on the phone. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know the the quality of the sound you get out of it. I think is phenomenal. Really? Yeah. And they actually bundle a very nice pair of headphones with the phone itself. You know, it's not much cheap afterthought. Yeah, they're probably worth about hundred quid. I'd say if you go out and buy. Okay, them. that makes a difference. Yeah, and, yeah. and didn't they didn't they hook up with Harman Kardon or with Beats at one stage as yeah, well? Yeah, you know, years so ago they had a deal with Beats because yeah. I remember getting the HT Sense <coughs> phones and a couple of phones years ago, and they had they bundled them with the Beats phones. But I obviously think that'll change when Apple. Yeah, but the, the only thing that's broke my heart is they've. Taken out the headphone port. Oh, they have. Yeah. Now yeah. Samsung haven't. Samsung so. haven't. You're yeah. right. Yeah. So I have the S8 here in front of me, and it it has Samsung S8, and it has still has the headphone port. Um, the iPhone 10 does not. The iPhone 8 Plus does not. I have the Nokia S8 here in front of me, which is kind of a budget-ish phone. It's supposed to be their flagship phone. Um, I'm not a massive fan of it, to be honest. It's it's good enough but uh, if you get it at a good price it has no headphone port as well 
I don't like this, guys, because I have some very nice headphones at home. Mm. And the fact that... And they're all they're wired ones. Yeah, so. they're all wired ones. And the fact that, you know, manufacturers are phasing that out, I think. I mean, I ask you about cameras, because I'm actually a big camera buff. And so the camera on a phone makes a big difference to me, even though I carry, usually carry a normal camera around. I have to give it to the iPhone for one feature it has that does better than any other phone in my opinion the particular way it takes panorama photos panoramic photos uh, scanning across and you do which gives the impression of a very wide angle uh, shot is absolutely incredible the way it does i don't know why it's because whether it's because of stabilization um are either of you into photos do you do you do you, do you pick a phone because of the camera it's, well if it has a bad camera that'll put me off mm. but I, I mean, none of them have really cam- camera phones. Yeah, they're not. They're not going to replace a DSLR. Although we are going to talk about duds in about five minutes. Yeah, dud they're, phones. They're not going to replace like a, a proper DSLR camera for you. No, but. although for many people, I've seen. I mean, we have a photographer here, Steve Humphreys, brilliant photographer, and he was telling me that he's starting to leave his D for holiday family holiday. He's starting to leave his DSLR at home because the camera on the phone now does the job. That, that, that's been my experience. I have a DSLR. It's on a shelf somewhere. I couldn't even tell you where it is today. It might be in the office. It might be at home. It's literally, uh, I don't know where it is anymore. Although your social media Twitter byline pick, because uh, I've seen it. It's I rec- amazing. I recognise it because I took it. <laughs> that's correct. Because I bumped yeah. into you at, uh, what was it? At, at WWDC last year. Yeah, the world, June, yeah, yeah. Apple WWDC last year yeah. and on the path across from this really crowded um, kind of queue and uh, I took a quick snap I think it was on the Fuji X Pro 2 that I took it and now you use it as your I do it's great by the way you're welcome to it but um, I think I asked uh, (laughs) but um, but I don't know if I would have got the same quality on a phone Um, I I've been very impressed with the iPhone 10 camera and uh, mainly because uh, it's the first dual lens one I've had Right. So I didn't buy any of the plus models before that. I think the plus models are too too big. Do you? Uh, I do. Yeah. I just you know I'm, I I've been using their standard phones all along. So I had the six and the seven, but I didn't go for the six plus or the seven plus. We we've See, had them most, in the offices test devices, yeah, but I never. Most people them. when they go for the bigger version of the phone, in my experience, and I count myself here as well, it's very hard to go back. Like once you have that extra bit of real estate mm. to read. Yeah. Um, to scroll on to read it's you, you look you then go back to the 4.7 inch or the or even the 5 inch which is now considered to be small to medium and you're thinking oh god I mean I, I can't live with this I agree and it's like I say this is the, the iPhone 10 is the first one I've had with the dual lens mm. um, the portrait mode particular is the one that I think is oh is no really do you think so you know I well I was out at I a, should at love a, that mode. So portrait mode for anyone who doesn't have an, um, one of the newer iPhones is it's, it's, it's essentially the iPhone uses software to create these uh, depth of field effects and uh, other kind of very fancy professional um, uh, looks. But in my experience using it and trying it, it misses more than it hits. And I get this kind of slightly freakish results. You know, I, I, I was at a, a, one of my kids' uh, gig events a few weeks ago, and there mm-hmm. was, uh, it, you know, it ended towards the end of the evening, so the light was already starting to fade. Mm. Uh, and as it turned out, their their team had won, and I got this stunning picture of them holding the cup. The cup was brand new because it was the first year of that uh, competition, mm. so it was real shiny. But the portrait mode photos that, that I took that day, I thought really? were really, really good. Okay, I'll, show well, you, I'll show you them after this, but, yeah, no, I'm pretty I'm, happy. I'm glad to hear it, but I do agree with you about the dual camera 
element it is absolutely fantastic um there's two benefits in my experience in using them this is for any uh any any smartphone that has it one is you'd be surprised the amount of times when having a mini zoom that's an optical zoom and not a digital zoom actually comes in handy uh, for you um and the second reason is low light it helps to stabilize photos in low light and i have to give a shout out to particularly the iphone 8 plus and the iphone 10 uh, which are spectacularly good in low light the cameras there and that's partly because they've kept the megapixel down to 12 megapixels um, one of the things with cameras is as you both probably know the, the higher the megapixel count um, the, the noisier that pictures can become that's why professional cameras that are designed specifically for low light like um, uh, Sony's uh, A7S for example or Panasonic's new GH5S tend to have 12 megapixels instead of 24 megapixels or 30 megapixels um, are you, you're, you're, you're a big phone man you have to be Mike yeah, you have to be. I mean, there's no, there's no. I mean, I can't see you with a little dinky. No, uh, I mean, like, so the S8 isn't small, so like, yeah, that's the. Uh, Do we have the same phone? The S8 there? Oh no, you got. Is that the? That's the U11. Oh, it's the U11, and, and okay. that's the. Uh, oh yeah. Okay. So yeah, I, 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 oh, I don't like. But you didn't go for the plus though. No, I didn't. Um, for the S8, are you? They both have bigger versions yeah. of both these. Um, I like sometimes. Uh, I like things that fit in my pocket a bit easier. Right. You know? And I haven't really had an issue with the battery lives on them. I mean, okay. This is actually running um, Oreo, so the latest version mm -hmm. of the Android mm -hmm. operating system. This, uh, the S8 doesn't have it yet, mm -hmm. but coming down the track. I mean, there is one advantage to the medium-sized phones and the smaller ones, thumb strain, because I yeah. even with the big phones, I, I, yeah. I just I don't want to be look like a pensioner and just be tapping with one hand and holding it in the other hand. So I do actually will we'll reach with my with my thumb yeah. and I'm telling you my thumb actually hurts uh, now for the last two years pretty much non-stop because I'm doing it I had to switch to an iPhone SE for about two months a year and a half ago uh, no more than two months about six weeks and the, the pain went away it's interesting I, I mean all the phones are just too big now mm. I mean if that's your worry all, all the phones are too big now you know the, well, the SE you know is, what? is a bit of but an I'm outlier willing, at this I'm stage, willing to know? go through the pain barrier yeah. for this extra functionality <laughs> a bit you know? carpal tunnel for yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> Swiping. battery life now you mentioned now um, have you you say that battery life is okay on those phones yeah. the HTC U11 yeah. and the Samsung S8 have you noticed any good or bad models for battery life or have you ever had a problem with battery life I, I did before but then uh, what, what was I using I think it was on the HTC M8. Mm. Okay, and I remember was, that phone. Yeah, and it was um, dropping precipitously. Like I was like, "What the heck is going on here?" Yeah, and it turned out to be a rogue app. Oh, really? Yeah, because oh. there, there's this uh, cool little app called Carrot C A C A R A T, mm. and you install it on your phone. You leave it for a couple of days, and then you come back, and it tells tells you, "Well, this is a bug. This is a this is um, a battery hog." Yeah, and uh, you can then take a steps accordingly, but Facebook actually, Facebook was killing it. Really? Yeah, and Facebook is a known battery hog. Yeah. I didn't realize that actually. Okay, yeah. so, but because you normally get a, a notification on Android phones anyway, it will tell you this app is using, yeah. you know, is very power intensive at the moment, yeah. and I'll just sort of switch it off. Yeah, but yeah, but that was that. That's a recent enough feature. I mean, 
uh, back 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 then I think what was it Android six six or five mm. and uh, didn't have that feature so someone made an app and I use it but you know um, they was telling me the Facebook was mm. sucking up but I think about well I'm, I'm going to tell you like so the Note series of phones Samsung Note series of phones always had amazing battery life it's one of the things that drew me to it but the current Note eight has had to pare back the battery size um, after the problems they had with the Note 7, the exploding uh, mm-hmm. model. And now the battery is smaller than the S8 Plus, which to me is a massive disincentive to, to using the Note 8, which is still a nice phone. How does it work in the real world? Well, that's what Samsung Samsung says, oh, no, 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 extra efficiencies in the phone and using the processor and the way we've slightly rewired things means that you'll get the same... As the S8 Plus, I don't know. I I didn't use the S8 Plus. I didn't use the Note 8 for long enough. I used it for about a fortnight. I got good performance out of it. I can tell you, by a long shot, the best battery performance I've had out of a phone is the is Huawei's P10 Plus by a long shot. I have it here. So this is a six-inch phone. Um, other than the battery life. The phone itself, I would describe as being decent, but not outstanding. It wouldn't, in my opinion, compare to the highest Samsung or the highest iPhones in terms of how smooth it is to use. Um, but the battery life on this is absolutely unbelievable. I think the battery size is it's something like, it's over 4,000. I think it's around 4,000. Yeah, I, I think there's an opportunity in the market there. I mean, I would take an extra mil to two mil of thickness mm. in my phone if it meant I got a three-day battery life out of it. Yeah. You're never going to get a three-day battery life, though, are you? But you ever know, again? I mean, it, do, do what I'm saying, though. Yeah, I mean, I know what you're saying. people yeah. would take a slight yeah. bit of extra thickness right. in their phone if they meant that they got a bit more. Yeah, and Apple approached this with a horrible, uh, a horrible add-on case that uh, you know I'd never carry. Oh. But some people, you'd see, you do yeah. see people with them because battery life's important to them. You know? I know. Apple, the iPhone has always been, it's always been okay on battery life, but it's always been slightly behind the curve on for battery. sure. Yeah, like the iPhone eight, for example, I think the battery size in that is, or is it eighteen hundred or eighteen fifty milliamps, which really is smaller than almost every any other phone yeah. of around well, the same most size. Most are two, three, two, five. Oh yeah, yeah, easily. And then the big ones, the plus models, are always three thousand plus. Yeah. Um, to I, power the big screen, I, I, I was finding so even with my seven, mm. my iPhone seven, um, I wasn't always getting through a day. But mm. you know, depending on your usage, obviously, but mm. not always. And particularly um, when I travelled, it would go to hell because you know when you're roaming, you're looking for base stations all the time, and and it really starts to hit your battery. Yeah. Um, again, I haven't I haven't been away with the iPhone ten yet, but like I'm yeah. very impressed with the battery life on it. Yeah. Have you ever tried to switch from one OS to another? You, you I've done that, yeah. yeah. I, I started off. My first um, smartphone was an iPhone 3G. Oh, yeah. That was the second model, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Because I, I waited for that one because I saw the first one was only on Edge. Edge. Yeah. yeah. Which was. I remember not all great. the Apple fans at the time, and I'm sort of an Apple fan, but I remember the, the hardcore Apple fans, people like you, Dermot, were kind of arguing, no, Edge is fine. You know, it's perfectly good. Let's see what you get. And I was going. Oh, come on, lads! You know, yeah. I mean, three G is where it's at, and then the three G phone goes. Ah, you see, we have three G. Yeah. 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 yeah, Well, actually, that goes back to Mike's earlier point about uh, not being first, and and that's that's actually quite regular that mm. Apple aren't first. But I think when they do come out with a feature, they usually have it fully baked. Mm. You know, and and you know, I think Face ID is a good example of that. Uh, the Samsung one, you can still spoof for photographs. 
Mm. You cannot spoof the Apple one photographs. No. Um, the, the Samsung doesn't have the same depth. It's not using depth perception. exactly. No. Um, and and the other one is um, is Apple Pay. I mean, Google Wallet was out for a couple of years beforehand, yeah. but nobody was using it. Mm. They hadn't actually managed to get zeitgeist or get penetration. Do you know mm. what I mean? Hadn't they persuaded the merchants? Mm. Apple came on board, and all the merchants, for some reason, wanted to be in on it. Mm. And now, now everyone can use, you know, you can use your Google or your Apple device in contactless all around Ireland, for example. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you're only bank that supports. No, Google KBC do as well. Google yeah. Pay at the moment. Oh. I think I think KBC oh. I think KBC supports There's only one major bank that yeah. doesn't support either of them. Bank of Ireland, yeah. which is a total car crash. And I'm sorry if there's anyone listening from Bank of Ireland to this, but. It is not acceptable in this day and age, you know, to... Well, that's just my... Do you agree with me? Do I? I, I moved bank for Apple Pay. What's that? I moved you bank. moved bank for Apple Pay. Well, what, what happened was KBC launched it, and I thought, yeah. great, it's finally here in the country. Mm. It shouldn't be long. And uh, I was, at the time, my, my main current account was with AIB. Mm. Um, and they just refused to give any indication. As to when they, they were come, about yeah. two or three months behind. But yeah. if they'd have said it's coming in three months, yeah. I'd have stuck with it. But do, I didn't know whether it was going to be six months, a that? year. Why do banks do that? Why do they regard it as a state secret and sort of say, you know, uh, we can't say, tell you anything about this? Yeah, sure. well, I don't know how it works. I mean, is it competition for them? Do they, uh, surely they get a slice of the revenue. Uh, I, I suspect the problem here, by the way, was uh, Apple's contracts do do tend to uh, control you into silence. No, they, right? no, they, they do. That's yeah. right. But that's not to say that a bank can't say we love Apple Pay or Android Pay, and we would love to, and we are working on it or something yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. Something to give someone like you a bit of hope. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, so what what I did is I transferred into KBC, and now I'm contactless all over the place. I'm using I'm, mm. I'm using my phone to pay. Do people in shops ask to take your phone off you to tap? God, you know? no. I, I wouldn't do, do you know, that. that is one major advantage with paying with a phone over a card, because I, I'm with Bank of Ireland, and I haven't moved bank, and uh, so I, I'm relying on a, uh, a contactless card, and you walk into a shop, and the amount of assistants who grab it out of your hand and I'm like it's just like a little tug of war going on with the card because I don't want to hand it over because yeah. it's my card I want there's the terminal I can see it I'll tap it and there's a pharmacy quite close to here actually and uh, I remember having a kind of a row with her one day I said do you mind if I tap my card and she said she went to take it and said yeah it's okay no I'll take it I'll tap it and I said no do you mind if I tap it and it was a real Larry David moment yeah, you know? I, I, I'm under the impression that they're actually not supposed to because the whole like you know they are not supposed to take it off you because the well, whole your phone definitely yeah. not well no but even your card I mean, really the, 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 well the whole concept behind it is you are authenticating to your bank in mm. a secure way and the merchant doesn't even need to know you Do you know so the it's, excuse it's, she gave me the excuse she gave me was and I'm not picking on her I've, this is somewhat widespread was that um, it was for security reasons that um, so that she would have the card for those few seconds while the transaction processing was verified that I wouldn't run off with the Panadol or whatever whatever it was that's just misinformed yeah absolutely I haven't been back to the pharmacy so just remember that the the whole idea of these payment mechanisms Mm. is there's three parts. It's 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 actually a physical manifestation of 3D secure, for mm. one, for a better way to put it, right? Yeah. There's there's three parties. There's you, the merchant, and the bank. Yeah. And the idea is you are authenticating to your bank, and your and the bank is telling the merchant, mm. yes, it is okay. We have this. We trust this person, mm. and and here's the transaction information. Mm-hmm. That's the whole idea of it. So you're not actually the, the the merchant is almost not meant to be party to it, if you yeah. know what I mean. Yeah. Mike, are there any data protection? 
uh, implications to either paying for something on your phone or any of the other services that we're seeing coming on smartphones at the moment? I suppose it, it just depends on who has access to that information mm. and do they have a good reason for it. And as long as it's encrypted end-to-end, both you know, mm. in transit and at rest, I mean, those are basically that's really what you need to take off there. The encryption debate's interesting, isn't it? Because recently we had, we've, there's been an awful lot of talk um, in the country mm. over what degree of um, assistance technology companies from Facebook and Google right through to Apple and Samsung should give law enforcement authorities in cases where there are potentially criminal activities going on, maybe involving minors. We had some really tough cases uh, over the last uh, week or two. And there seems to be a suggestion from some quarters that we should... uh, dilute encryption or modify our expectations of encrypted communications you know to to help fight crime in this way is that that strikes me as being a little bit dangerous it is a bit dangerous i'm mean, pretty uncomfortable with the idea that um people could read like say nsa would have access to anything mm. you know because they could say oh it's just to fight crime but we've all it's always been abused. Yeah, you know things like that have always been abused. I mean, and you can extend that maybe to enemies of the state and who, yeah. de- who determines who's an enemy of the state. I mean state. that argument is made, and um, I know the British Prime Minister Theresa May and her predecessor David Cameron they were at the fore, and I remember asking Tim Cook directly about this because because Apple was the company in their Sorry. crosshairs at the time. And in fact, I asked him in this building and to where it's sitting in Talbot Street in the Irish Independent Headquarters and Tim Cook actually visited this building two years ago for an interview. And I asked him about this and um, he's absolutely positive that there's no way that they would compromise this. And one of the points he was making was, well, you know, if they can reach in and scan your communications just to make sure that you're not, you know, doing anything illegal, I mean that opens the door to all sorts of stuff, doesn't it? It really does. I, I you know, I, I'd, I'd be strongly, you know, against putting back doors in any sort of encryption. Uh, the argument is always that the innocent have nothing to fear. Yeah. Uh, there's always, uh, you know, examples of where it has been abused and the innocents have something to fear. Mm. Uh, there's also a whole right to privacy. Uh, just generally, right? You, you, you know, I, I don't care what you do, do in your spare time, but it might be it, it might be seen as embarrassing to others. You might, mm. you know, you might want to be a Morris dancer. I don't care, you know, that kind of way. But, you know, other people look, you, you have a right to be private about what you want to do mm-hmm. in, in your spare time, for example. Mm. I'm a um, Liverpool fan, for example. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah I don't know. <laughs> yeah, if, how if bad pe- is that? I'd love to ask the people advocating for that. Can I have a look at your browser history, please? Oh, yeah. Right, and they will see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, 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 interestingly, it, by the way, there's it, nothing wrong with my browser. Yeah. That <laughs> wasn't a guilty laugh. It's, um, the the UK government always seem to have a problem with this, mm. you know. But they've also got a very long history of spying as oh, a yeah. thing. Oh yeah, I mean they're they're hardwired <laughs> GCHQ. They're yeah. hardwired into an intelligence mindset, same as the Americans mm-hmm. are, because they, it was the Mer- the US and the UK which were leading uh, this narrative. The Russians and the Chinese don't bother talking about it because they just go ahead and break into your phone anyway, and and, and yeah. you know, um, which is one of the reasons why Chinese <coughs> hardware manufacturers still to this day uh, have difficulties in getting state contracts in Western countries. Um, I'm uh, 
a fan of Lenovo gear, particularly their laptops. They're 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 very good quality um, equipment, but you know it, they they're always having to say, and by the way, this is all completely. There's no problem. There's no hassle with any of this because the question still comes up. You know? I, I I think um, I think the EU are actually ahead of. Mm. Um, ahead of say the US in protecting um, citizens mm. um, and that's partially because of this GD, the GDPR the data privacy law that's coming in in May right absolutely there's there's that sort of stuff but there, but there's also you know attempts to um, make our laws weaker in this tend mm. to be actually you know opposed quite well but also they seem to be listening to the people opposing them and saying oh, okay maybe we shouldn't pass that bill we have mm. seen that and I think you'll probably find that the UK government are a bit of an outlier on this compared to the rest of uh, European well, the UK government is under ferocious and pressure, Brexit, partially because of the media, not only because of the intelligence community, but the media they have there is very, 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 there's a lot of pitchfork mob stuff going on. Xenophobic uh, stuff. A lot, 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 yeah. lot of mid-market tabloid stuff about trying to conflate you know the dangers of immigrants with the technology companies and the social media comes are all out to get our kids and you know apple is is you know becoming an evil empire and it won't let us you know detect evil bombers and and all, and all that kind of stuff but it's not easy to speak out against it you know no i mean there's a new moral panic every week it yeah. seems a bit um mm-hmm. but i i i think the pendulum has swung a bit too far you know, I mean, in which way? In, well, the mass mass marketing of our data, our personal right. data, uh, the analytics. I mean, it just it just become it's been been a bit of a free for all, and it's good that there's regulation coming around it mm. because I, I think the, w- the way things have gone, it's gone too far. Mm. You know, I mean, I can't search for something online without getting targeted ads for it a few seconds later. Yeah. And it's, it's I think people are getting tired of it. Yeah, I think people are getting a bit sick of it. I mean. Advertising. What just? I'm just yeah. curious. Um, in that scenario, what would you prefer? Because you are going to see ads, yeah. right? No, no matter where you go, what kind of ads would you prefer to see? Would you prefer that they were randomly generated ads, or ads that didn't lead you to believe that you're being targeted because something's following you around? Is that the point? I prefer not to see them at all. <laughs> no, but they will yeah. definitely be there. Well, you know, there's ad blockers, and I've got a couple of stuff a couple of extensions installed in my browser to, right yeah you know, but if you're off. on facebook it's you know you're going to see ads yeah I, I try not to use facebook yeah honestly i mean the longer i've spent in the privacy sphere the more aware i'm becoming mm. of you know how pervasive tracking is mm-hmm. in terms of where you go what you visit i mean i'm in two minds about it i i get i have that gut feeling of unease when i'm followed around the web yeah. uh, by cookies etc on the other hand, I I don't know I don't know if it bothers me that much, and I'm wondering is that a price I'm willing to pay to access a lot of these services for free? I think it probably is. If I'm being honest, I, I think that's a, a it's a good and interesting question. Would you rather have ads relevant to you or ads ir- irrelevant to you? Is, mm. is the sum is is a, is a good and useful question, right? And I think you're right about being followed around feels odd. Mm. Um, I think we're in for an interesting time in Facebook for the next six months because of the uh, the repeal uh, vote coming up. Mm-hmm. So now that that has become, yeah, we're going to do it, we're going to have a vote, mm-hmm. um, I, I think, you know, you will see an influx of foreign money 
mm. um, trying to sway the vote one way or the other. By the way, and I don't, it doesn't really matter what side you want to you want to hold on it. But there will be advertising targeted at you, mm. trying to make you think uh, about this in a new. In a it's new an interesting way. point, actually, because to your point of it being followed around with the repeal referendum on the way. Say, if you are active or exploring one side or the other and then ads related to uh, lobby groups on that side start following you around that's a bit different in character to you know some football shoe or a laptop or something absolutely and and you see the the thing is on one hand you're saying it's good that i get ads that are relevant to me Mm. i'd rather get uh, you know ads for a new phone than for i don't know cleaning products Mm -hmm. right so so that's when people are using the ad network to try and send you stuff. There is also one cohort of divils who are on one side of the argument and decide, I'm going to deplete the funds of the other side of yeah, the argument. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to research this. I'm going to let these ads follow me all around, waste money, even yeah. though I'm going to vote just the other way. Click yeah. farm, just keep yeah. clicking on the ads. Just, but, click, just yeah. click on the, yeah. clicking on the ads. But, yeah. the, but, but the point is all this tracking does allow the ad networks to be used not to sell you products that you want, but to try and change your point of view on things. And mm. I, th- I do think that's a kind of a... Uh, a worrying side effect and it's a it's a way we we never would have thought about it when the the whole concept of ad tracking started to happen we're all you know okay some people were saying i'd rather have my uh, privacy kept intact some people were saying oh great i'm going to see more products that are of of use to me nobody was thinking yeah but also people can use that data to give you other stuff that you're not interested in mm. but it's trying to sway your your point of view Dude, so i i think it's a it's yeah, a the one point thought. where just the the bolt my inner bolshiness comes out with ads tracking me is it's the same uh perverse logic when i walk into the local cafe the minute the person behind the counter says oh how's it going the usual i'm gone i'm not going back there and i'll tell you why <laughs> i'm not going back there because i don't want to be predictable i don't want to be the thought of being yeah we size that person up we know what he's like yeah. I, I, I like that I, mean, like, I like having do. a local I, you know uh, uh, it's, it's good so no I, yeah, I, I'm not reduced to a latte I, I can <laughs> order something else <laughs> yeah. and then there's a slight sort of moment of awkwardness if they, they sometimes they start making the coffee yeah. right and you then you've then you've got the awkwardness of saying no, no I actually sorry um, I'd actually like an Americana and then there's kind of this look of disappointment or something you know I don't know listen I'm overthinking the, the, the cheers effect where everyone knows your name yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, 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 I do have a fondness for that to be honest mm. you know mm. it's um, mm. there's something to be said for walking into your local and the barman just hands you what do you like to have what about the digital equivalent then the ads that follow you the, you know it's yeah. a similar it's a similar thing it's kind mm. of what well, we know you it's just creepier, right? It's, it's just on a bigger creepier. scale. Right? It's just like yeah. if the barman was listening yeah. to me talk and yeah. you know, I really, I really fancy Guinness, and he just hands yeah. me without. You know, yeah. Like, yeah. It's or like you walk into any bar yeah. Yeah. and they know your name. Yeah. <laughs> and you yeah. What you drink? Yeah. yeah. Well, there, there is because there is that trope that's going around. A, a colleague of mine in the paper there uh, last week said uh, came over to me and said to me in a conspiratorial whisper, "Adrian, listen, I just want you might be a lead for you here for a story. My wife and I were talking about something the other day in the kitchen, and then I walked in." And I turned on the laptop, and all of a sudden, I saw an ad for that. Because you hear that a lot, right? I've heard, I've heard, I've heard that, that a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I don't really believe it, though. Do you believe it? Well, don't forget, you're carrying around inside on you at all times with a device that can listen to everything you I say. I know, but do you think they are? There, there, there have there have been apps yeah. that have been shown to do that. 
we just got an, uh, an Amazon Echo in the house, an Amazon Echo Plus. I plugged mine out. You plugged yours I out? I plugged mine out. Why? I just... It works in the privacy industry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Is I, that why? You were worried well, you dead by it? I don't know. Sometimes it would speak to me randomly and I hadn't said a word to it. Okay. Like it, it picked like, up. I don't know. Maybe it picked up a you know. You say Alexa to wake yeah. it up. Oh no! You can't say that word. <laughs> yeah. Don't say that word because yeah. anyone listening to this will their device might go off. Let's say <laughs> Echo. Yeah, yeah. Alexa. No, no. Don't say it. Don't say it. The same thing happens, by the way, when if you're on a radio program or TV program, yeah. and if you use the Apple the S word, yeah, or if you use okay, uh, okay, the G word, yeah, yeah, um, all uh, over the country. Some 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 clever ad actually did that. It was Burger King. Yeah. Yeah, Burger King. yeah. They got panned for it, by the way. Although Burger King, have you seen the Burger King ad for the net neutrality? No. Oh, the, you've got to go and look at this. It, it, I'm not going to describe it. But go, anyone listening, go and look at the Burger King for net neutrality. It will convince you that net neutrality has to be uh, kept. But you, So you got rid of your Amazon. Well, I plugged Echo. it out because it was talking me at random intervals and I just decided I didn't like that. Wow. Well, I don't blame you. I what I what Well, we found, we've only had ours for a week and there are a couple of things I do find it useful for. One is radio, because mm. you just literally say, I'm going to say echo instead of the A word. You say echo, play RT Radio 1, and it starts playing RT Radio yeah. 1. Or for podcasts, it's brilliant, because the problem with podcasts is you have to go looking for them, and but they, it should be really easy to listen to. You just go in, you just say the name of your podcast. For timers, like if I'm boiling an egg, I say... Um, Echo, uh, turn timer on for two minutes and says okay, and then it gives me a little alarm of two minutes. I, I think it's interesting. Um, I got a Google Home. Yeah, uh, now it's back in the office at the moment. We were doing some work with it, but um, I would say ten minutes after I bought it, I subscribed to Google Play Music. Really? Because so it worked. So, oh, absolutely, yeah. it's yeah. definitely a gateway drug, right? But the the thing about it is, is that. Um, and this is why I think it's interesting how Apple are marketing theirs. Uh, I, I don't buy the whole argument that this is an amazing sound speaker that happens to have Siri. It's not. Right? Yeah. I think what it is, is it's a Siri home device, right? I, yeah. I, I really believe that. Which, I, by I, the way, a bit half-baked. I'm not a fan of Siri. I'll, I'll, I'll be first yeah. to say that. But what I found was um, music is a really key, compelling mm. use mm. of these home speakers. Mm -hmm. So what I found was, you know, uh, again, it was the OKG OK word. Um, mm. And... Within about 10 minutes, I was going, oh, would this be great if I had my music subscription mm. on it and I happen to have Apple Music? So I signed up for Google Play Music and I've got all the access to all the songs and it's fantastic. Um, and I do think, you know, it, it that showed me that I, I understand why Apple are pushing their HomePod as a music device because it is literally the most useful feature of a home speaker. To my mind, it is great that I can uh, time an egg and all that sort of stuff, and I've done all that. And uh, the the Google one, the the thing that really impressed me was I said, "What's the news this morning?" And what it did is it took the headlines from the hour from BBC News right. and played them. It didn't start talking in a robot you can voice. Do that. Yeah, you can do but, that with the uh, the Amazon Echo as well. You just say. Um, you say, "A, play me the news," and you can choose in the app whether you want that to be RT or BBC right, yeah, yeah, or yeah. or something else. Yeah. Well, of course, the Google one isn't here yet, so right. it, it just defaulted to BBC for me. But like I say, it started playing the news headlines. It was the it, yeah. was, the, it was literally clips from BBC News. Radio, the Echo Plus comes bundled with a Philips Hue uh, smart light bulb. Does it? Because yeah. the Echo Plus, unlike the other Echoes, has it uses the Zigbee smart home yeah, yeah. Uh, hub protocol inside it, and that 
connects with a number of smart home accessories and gadgets so that I haven't actually I actually haven't plugged in the uh, Philips Hue uh, light bulb yet but the, the the idea is you can just say echo lights on and the light yeah. comes on yeah, yeah. yeah it's interesting you mentioned music as a driver for getting for voice assistance yeah, yeah. voice assistance because that's why I got the echo dot oh I have because, an echo dot as yeah, well yeah so because I, I have Sonos installed oh, yeah. all over my house yeah now I got this that's synchronized I got this a about a year ago yeah. right so full support wasn't there yet mm-hmm. so I never got used to using it. it might still be you know alive if if it had the support, yeah the dot if, if, if it had supported Sonos from the get go I might, might not have it in a drawer right now but, um, the dot's useful. We have a dot on. We I use it like like a clock radio. I have yeah. it right beside the bed. Yeah. And I will use that for alarms, and I might use it for a couple of minutes of radio when in the morning because it's right beside my ear, so it doesn't have to be because the, the the dot is really small. It's yeah. not really much bigger than a phone. No. And it's only fifty euro as well. Yeah. So um, probably, uh, um, I, I reckon the main reason that why the phones are in the bedroom in my house is as, a, as an alarm clock. Alarm clock, yeah. So and and you know research shows you don't sleep as well if you're looking at your phone at night and all that sort of stuff. So it's all right. I, I, well, you yeah, can turn yeah, on the, the blue light filter. But, but still, yeah, yeah. you know, I mean, you know, if you if you look at anybody, you know, any advice around mindfulness mm-hmm. and all that sort of stuff, mm-hmm. it's switch off your phone an hour before you go to bed. Mm-hmm. Um, an echo dot might be a good answer to that. I hadn't thought of that. Okay, just before, so we're we're getting towards uh, finishing lap at the moment. Are Mike? Are you looking forward to the S nine? They've pretty much said they're going to announce it in two two weeks time. Yeah, it's, it's coming out at the Mobile World Congress. Mobile World Congress yeah. at the end of February, and they may or may not do events before that. Well, I, I don't get the secrecy around phones. You know, <laughs> Apple are terrible. Is there an iPhone eleven? <laughs> cannot can't tell you that. Of course, yeah. there is. You know, yeah. same as Samsung. Is there an S nine? Well, mm. there might, there might not. Yeah, but people be. love the hoopla, don't they? Yes. Or do they? I don't know. I think just 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 tell us what you're doing. You know, mm-hmm. uh, don't give us the roadmap. Give, give us the roadmap. What's course coming out with it? But I suppose they want to build the hype. Yeah. Around People like a story as well, don't they? They yeah. like to be told a story, there's, or do they? There's a very very amazing? good. <laughs> leaked um it it's a, a leaked message steve jobs gave to his staff about yeah. about uh, leaking actually mm. you know and it's it's how dare you and it's it's all about all the people who put all their work into it mm-hmm. and launch day is the culmination of their work mm-hmm. and you leaking to the press so that you can have a good friend in the press or something mm-hmm. is is literally just disrespecting all your co-workers that's that's mm-hmm. the approach he took to yeah. it you know it's quite it's it's an interesting talk if you ever get a chance to, to yeah. read it um you know i yeah. love the hoopla i love going to wwdc yeah, that first morning where they're actually telling us all the new stuff it's great fun mm-hmm. i really enjoy it you know? it's a phone though it's not like national secrets no. Um, you, you say it's a phone, right? The phone is the probably the least used app on most of our phones. Um, and um, these these are cultural phenomenon. These are, like, you know, I, I genuinely think the smartphone is one of the uh, biggest, most important inventions of our era. I think the internet is as well. Mm-hmm. You know, there, you know, I can't think of any other product that is more pervasive in everyone's life than a smartphone. Well, so, you've, you've access to the greatest sum of human knowledge in ab- the ab- Absolutely. And this is so, why, by the way, the iPhone ten costs twelve hundred euro. Yeah, yeah. Because the if you told anybody five years ago that a company could charge twelve hundred euro for their flagship phone, they'd laugh at you. 
but maybe it's because the phone now is so important in our lives. Because I, I believe that from now on, the flagship phones for the big two or three, they'll all be around a thousand euro price, or more. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't think well, they're ever going back. I mean, like um, Samsung have a little dock that you can just plug your phone yep. in, and now you've got a laptop. A Dex, yeah, yeah. The, de- the Dex, the or Dex. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's not just a phone, like you mentioned. Yeah, it's yeah, it's mm-hmm. essentially like a mini PC you've got in your hand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. I don't, I'm not surprised that you're being charged for something that's been miniaturized that's that yeah. small yep. that but still has the, all the power it has mm-hmm. is going to be 1200 it doesn't really surprise me because you pay 1200 for a laptop yeah. without really thinking about it. It, it it's arguably the first real personal computer yeah. because it is yours it's got your contacts your calendar your mail yep. you don't share it with anybody mm-hmm. ever you know it's it's uh, you know mm-hmm. really really personal device unless you're married Okay. What? Unless you're married. Okay. Yeah. No Show me your phone there. Yeah. Um, uh, listen, I think that's probably as much uh, time as we have uh, t- today and this week. So, listen, my huge thanks to Mike Ross, who's the commercial director of Wizuda. Is Wizuda? Wizuda. 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 Um, which is a. I'm going to get this in my mangle of words. You explain GDPR it. GDPR compliant. Data transfer company. GDP compliant data transfer company. Yeah. So if you are transferring any data and you need it to be GDPR compliant, Wizuda. Give us a shout. Wizuda.com. Shame's plug. What is it? Wizuda.com? Yeah. Wizuda.com. Okay. And okay. And Dermot Daly, Tapadu, founder of Tapadu. You develop apps not just for iPhones, for Android devices as well. iOS and Android, yeah. <laughs> iOS and Android. Yeah. Okay. Anything decent in the last while? Um, we worked on the Face It Down campaign for Toyota. The, the big campaign to encourage you to keep your phone face down while out driving oh. uh, and it's some amazing numbers the amount of distraction free driving that has been done as a result of it is just you know way way exceeded uh, oh, I saw expectations that you get free coffee or something you it? get free coffee it works up yeah. it works up points it, 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 it awards you for not using your phone basically well and, we're not uh, going to use our phones in a couple of years uh, in cars in it because we're all going to have like 30 inch Tesla screen yeah, touch screens. Yeah. Um, and then we will go back to using them because in 10 years' time they'll all be self driving cars and we'll all be sitting in the back just, you know, on, on our phones. On phone. I can't wait for self driving cars. Oh, listen, I am completely with you there. I can't wait. I can't wait. I have so many arguments with my middle aged friends because I'm middle aged, my middle aged friends about this. No, I, I, they'll never take my steering wheel out of my cold dead. Huh? I like to drive. I say, you're perfectly entitled to drive. You will be have the absolute right to drive for about 3,000 euro uh, a year insurance uh, premium. Mm-hmm. Whereas the rest of us in self driving cars will have 500 a year insurance premiums. Yeah, you know, there's less traffic jams probably as a result of it. You know. Yeah. Rubbernecking will be a thing of the past. Plus, my car's not going to uh, just sit in my driveway for nonstop for. You it's know, going to be off making you money. Right, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Listen, my my thanks uh, to uh, both uh, guests today, and don't forget, please do rate this app or leave a comment. It makes a difference. And thank you once again for listening. Talk to you next time. <laughs>